Sefer Shmot, Harshat Truma, on internal and external character. In Parshat Truma, meaning gifts, God provides the Israelites with instructions for building the Mishkan, the tabernacle, God's traveling dwelling place, as well as instructions for constructing the Ark of the Covenant, which contained the Aserah Tadibrot, the tablets of the Ten Commandments. Exodus 25 tells us that the Ark must be covered with pure gold, tocho kavaro, on the inside and on the outside. Vitzi pita oto zahav tahor mi asita alav zer zahav sabid. Overlay it with pure gold, overlay it inside and out, and make upon it a gold molding roundabout. The rabbis of the Talmud derive a mystical dimension from this passage, saying that just as the Ark of the Covenant was covered in gold inside and out, so too must our inner actions reflect our inner character. The inside must be like the outside, toko kavaro. Tractate Yoma, Masechet Yoma, teaches here in the Talmud. Rava said, this alludes to the idea that any Torah scholar whose inside is not like their outside, i.e. whose outward expression of righteousness is insincere, is not to be considered a Torah scholar. This daf, this page of Talmud, goes on to make this statement even more serious, saying, not only is such a person not to be considered a Torah scholar, but they are called loathsome. Although they drink the Torah like water since they sin, their Torah is considered iniquitous, and this makes them loathsome and foul. Elsewhere in the Talmud, we see a more optimistic use of this teaching. In Masechet Brachot, in Tractate Brachot, it is taught that Rabban Gamliel had a policy of allowing only worthy-seeming students to enter the Beit Midrash, the study hall. But when Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah took his place, he allowed in anyone who wished to enter. His reasoning was that the students' very desire to study indicates that their outward and inward motivations are already aligned. Page 28a reads, as Rabban Gamliel would proclaim and say, any student whose inside their thoughts and feelings are not like their outside, i.e. their conduct and their character traits are lacking, will not enter the study hall. In this incident, we see that the students are willing to come in are the ones that we should treat by default as Toho Kavaro, the ones we want to accept. Rabbi Sari Lafer, however, reads this story differently. She writes in My Jewish Learning, it seems that the idea of Toho Kavaro is not a question of inclusivity or exclusivity. It is not about restricting access to learning and tradition, but rather asking us to examine ourselves to ensure that we come to our study of Torah or our commitment to Jewish life at large with true intentions. It's a self-check upon itself rather than someone else's exclusion. Regardless of the specific meaning of this event, it remains morally and spiritually imperative 
that a person be the same on the inside as on the outside. Rather than focus on making ourselves look better, we should practice being transparent, using this idea as a reminder to beautify our internal character and our external appearance at the same time. It's what's on the inside, our soul, our mind, our character traits that matters. And we should be careful that our presentation of self matches the reality of self. Rabbi Je Jesse Pekin, another contemporary teacher, wrote of the Toko Kavaro concept. It is aspirational to be sure. More often than not, we are out of alignment. We look in the mirror and each of us sees a face that is familiar yet strange. Yet friends, by digging deep to return to the spark of divinity within us, we can change our character, which will in turn improve our actions. And this challenge goes both directions. What we take to heart internally transfers externally. And the way we portray ourselves through our actions consequently matches the goodness of our motives. Through the repetition of Jewish practices, we can transform both our inner and outer selves together with the mitzvot influencing both our appearance of piety and the purity of our thoughts and feelings and inner life. Plain English way of understanding the Toko Kavaro teaching is that we should not be hypocritical. Someone who donates money to worthy causes, but who at the same time is dishonest in business does not demonstrate a unified self. Similarly, someone who is especially careful to keep outward facing commandments, but who does not show the same devotion in their treatment of their neighbors, the poor and all others made of the image of God is not someone whose inside matches their outside. Martin Buber wrote in the way of man, according to the teachings of Hasidim, Buber wrote, what is meant by unification of the soul would be thoroughly misunderstood if soul were taken to mean anything but the whole of the person, the whole of the person, body and spirit together. The soul is not really united unless all bodily energies, all the limbs of the body are united. The Baal Shem interpreted the biblical passage, whatsoever thy hand finds to do, do it with thy might, to the effect that the deeds one does should be done with every limb, i.e. even the whole of man's physical being should participate in it. No part of him should remain outside. A man who thus becomes a unit of body and spirit, he is the man whose work is all of a piece. Thanks, Buber. We can additionally apply this teaching to our education of the, of the next generation of Jewish social justice activists. Here at VBM, in our fellowships, we train emerging leaders with an interrelated mix of Torah learning and social action, which resulted in a course that brought both the internal and external life together to inform how we are to take on tasks, such as protecting the stranger, advocating for worker rights and pursuing racial justice and more. Our learning must inform our action and our action must inform our learning. 
The learning is about our outer world and our inner world. Our action is about transforming our outer world and our inner world. The learning of Torah cannot strictly be an intellectual enterprise. It also has to change the way we act like menches in the world. External strength and beauty are not the ends to a person. With all education, the approach, of course, needs to have a focus on the external, on improving the learner's behavior. At the same time, we must also instill a cognitive, affective, and spiritual transformation so as to improve the whole individual, not just easily visible outcomes. In addition to our focus on the helper, our concept here also applies to the vulnerable individual who is being assisted. We wanna think about the person holistically and their internal and their external needs. People need access to mental health resources in addition to needing food and clothes, education, and spirituality in addition to shelter. We should be gold on the inside and out in our consistency. And we should treat others as gold on the inside and out, valuing their inner lives and outer physical needs. It's when those inside and outside improvements affect each other that we truly see growth of the whole person. May we engage in this holy endeavor together. Shabbat Shalom.